0: human animals this is not a new narrative at all but it's a very colonial trope that was used to justify the hierarchization and infrahumanization of different groups so the oppressors would use that kind of discourse to construct the image of the savage other and specifically in the context of orientalism uh, Orientalism is a term that was coined by Edward Said, a Palestinian American, and um, in his book that came out in uh, 79, I believe, 78 or 79. And what it says is that the Ori- Oriental other was constructed as something that the Western imperialist is not. So it creates a boundary and the image that orientalism creates is that of the barbaric savage but also sensual person. So the idea of the savage and the trope of the human animal are very close because it allows legitimizing commodification the meat industry and the dairy industry are a commodification of animals and by making animals discursively inferior and treating them like objects we justify the fact that we exploit animals and kill them massively for our own benefit um And it's not just the dairy and the meat industry, but also the leather industry and other products that contain animal raw materials like glue, for example. There's a reason why vegans sometimes compare the slaughtering of animals to the Holocaust. Because the conditions in which animals are slaughtered are anything but humane. But animals are sentient beings, and we shouldn't treat animals like that. And we shouldn't treat humans like that. And there are a few issues with the trope of the human animal that is killable, that we can sacrifice. First of all, well, there's the inherent speciesism. That creates human supremacy. So we believe we are smarter and superior to other animals. And I say other animals because biologically speaking humans are animals. Right? So we create this human supremacy which justifies ecocide. And it takes of course a huge toll on nature. Like we... We build our societies and our lives in ways that don't care about nature as much. We care about our allegedly primary needs first, like uh, creating profit, housing, entertainment. And of course, housing is a basic need. But creating profit and entertainment aren't necessarily and when you go to a big festival for example after that you see a lot of litter that has an impact on nature and on animals littering can hurt a lot of animals specifically birds but also other animals that get stuck in in, uh, in some kind of plastic or that ingest it and they might die from it I love my cats for example I love them so so much but then there are people that would say oh it's just a cat so by creating that distinction of worthiness of life we say it's okay to to treat animals in certain ways maybe to torture them to kill them for our own sake and if we compare humans to animals while we make the distinction between humans and and other animals, pretending that humans are not animals, uh, which again, biologically is, is not true. We put them at that level where we deny their humanity, where we deny their worthiness of life. But let's consider a bit, like when we look at what is happening right now, When we see how the victims of the current genocide in Gaza are live streaming what is happening to them and when we see how they are helping each other, how they are trying to find solace and comfort through each other and also when you see how they take care of animals in the street. Like cats, there have been a few videos showing how people still take care of the cats i dare to ask who is the problem here who is behaving in a way that we could deem barbaric is it the palestinians really and someone recently told me in the context of me um putting up a a flyer that said from the river to the sea Uh, This person has said to me, well, you know, this is very controversial (laughs) with what is happening between Israel and Palestine. I said, well, I'm very well informed. I know why I'm putting this up. I know exactly what it means. And this person was kind of saying between the lines that they were neutral. But if you haven't understood by now that this is nothing... That is controversial anymore but it is very clear that what is happening is a genocide it is a massacre it is slaughtering then what is wrong with you seriously how can we be neutral in this case I don't think we can if this doesn't affect you if you think You should be neutral in this. Where is your heart? And I mean the general you. I'm not saying you as my listener. (laughs) Don't get me wrong here. It's just that. I was shocked that this person kind of made me feel like I shouldn't advocate for Palestine. I shouldn't do activist work. For Palestine. Well, I don't care what they think. But it is so twisted. And so effed up. It's just... The the oblivion. Like, seriously. I just want to yell at these people. It's unbelievable, really. I mean, it's insane. We have to speak up. We cannot let this happen we can we feel like the, the world is coming to a point where this is just not it is not accepting of this anymore i mean some people are still complicit but i think it really shows that <laughs> to the common narratives about who is dangerous who is a threat to like western societies which by the way is just white fragility and it's it's um, a fake argument to um, restrict immigration, but these arguments, these narratives about Western civilization being superior, that are rooted in Western philosophy, are just thickening in the face of the current events. Another narrative that is worth mentioning here is the common trope that africa is poor no africa is rich in resources but western imperialist powers have stolen these resources from africans the west needs africa the west needs africa for gold for copper for lithium etc for certain foods so I think we're coming to a point where we can see how disgusting this neo-colonialism and neoliberalism really is. And I want to end this by reading part of a post that Adrian Marie Brown, who is a writer, uh, posted just five minutes ago on Instagram. Rooting in love. This is a love note to the movement for Palestinian life that has grown exponentially in these last four months. I love that there is such an emergent nature to this body. People are showing up because their hearts come awake. Showing up because their hearts are broken. Showing up because they can see themselves in the socialized other. And because they don't want to see themselves complicit with the mass murder of a place, a people, a culture. I love the unlearning of the Islamophobic and anti-Arab sentiments that have been woven into Western world views. Alright, I'll stop it here. Thank you for listening and as always, I hope you'll tune in for the next one.